Hello, and welcome to the Stop Devaluation Podcast. I'm your host and founder of the Stop Devaluation Movement, Melody Hilton. The heart of this movement is to see the value in all of humanity and live courageous lifestyles of using our power for good instead of harm. We can affect change by choosing validation over judgment. And I hope you'll take your place and make a positive impact in this world. Prejudice may never cease in our world, but we as leaders must address this injustice by modeling a higher standard of honor and compassion toward our fellow man. For the most part, there is a propensity to be critical of what we do not understand. Therefore, let us gain understanding of the sources of prejudgment. Our Family of Origin Our family of origin models the way before us with underlying worldviews, mindsets, and what they have embraced from their forefathers. I grew up in a small white German community in Pennsylvania. I don't remember meeting a person of color until I was 16 years old. I'm so thankful that my family was never racially prejudiced that I was aware of. In fact, I asked my grandmother what she would think if I married a black man. Her response touched my heart. I don't care what color he is, as long as he is a good Christian man. Her Christian beliefs caused her to view everyone based upon their character and not by the color of their skin. Though I was not a Christian and still a work in progress, her perspective helped to reinforce a healthy racial perspective within me. My grandmother was a loving and selfless woman who was always serving others. I never heard her speak a negative word about anyone. She had a lot of difficulties in her life, but you would have never known it by her attitudes, words, or actions. What a legacy! Now, hypothetically, let's imagine if she were an angry racist. What if bigoted words spewed out of her mouth throughout my entire childhood? How would those words have shaped my thoughts, emotions, attitudes, beliefs, and actions? If all of our emotional energies were invested into validating rather than criticizing, gratitude rather than complaining, and hope rather than fear, we would love life. Teaching and Training We are constantly being educated through both formal and informal settings, whether intentionally or inadvertently. Educators have a massive platform of influence to shape the minds of a generation. When educators proselytize rather than educate, they are promoting their personal bias, swaying the students toward what to think rather than teaching them how to think independently. Rehearsing the ideologies of a teacher in order to earn the required grade stifles creativity, self-discovery, and the student's unique purpose. That is not education but indoctrination seeded from an internal voice of bigotry. Quote of Martin Luther King Jr. The function of education is to teach one to think intensively and to think critically, 
intelligence plus character. That is the goal of true education. When I was in high school, I thought that I was rebellious. Though I'm sure my actions could have been more mature in retrospect, I recognized that my stubbornness was actually a refusal to be taught not to think. I was determined to think independently and to act according to my personal convictions. In fact, I purposely failed one of my classes over a principled cause. From my 17-year-old's perspective, the teacher was biased as he made judgments as to why people do what they do, and I considered him judgmental and hypocritical. When given the exams, I would write, This is the answer you want, but I disagree, which was followed by my detailed explanation. He marked my answers wrong every time, even though I wrote the answer he wanted prior to the reason for my disagreement. Needless to say, I failed the class. Even still, I believed that I achieved something greater. I was proud of myself for not conforming. I love the up-and-coming generations because I recognize the powerful voices that are theirs intrinsically. I have tolerance for their occasional immature response because I see their potential. They innately carry a treasure, a contribution that could impact a society for good. You see, each of us can embrace a perspective of mutual partnership in which everyone is able to bring his or her ideas to the collective table. My teacher wanted me to color within the lines rather than think outside his ideological box. I was not the only one who disagreed with him. I was, however, the only one risking failure by challenging his bias. Experiential Reality Everyone has a life story filled with chapters of all kinds. Some are colored with wonderful memorials, while others are tattered with hurt and marked with scars. Some of our experiences hold beautiful memories, while others bring recollections of injustice and emotional pain. Earlier, I wrote about the deep-seated attitudes of gender prejudice that I held inside as a young woman. My man-hating viewpoints stemmed from painful childhood incidents of sexual molestation. Because of the trauma I endured through the acts of certain men, mindsets were established within me that all men were evil and out for my harm. My subjective reality triggered years of fear-driven, emotionally charged thoughts and actions. For example, my women's liber line of attack was not driven by equality, but dominance as a reaction to my experience. On a positive note, however, those same experiences motivated me to fight against all forms of injustice and any abuse of power. My heart was, and still is, broken for the oppressed and the marginalized. It is not what happens to us, but how we respond to those events that either render us powerless or empower us. I've experienced both sides. Every human being innately carries a valuable contribution to society. He or she possesses a beautiful and unique voice and passion. 
This distinctive gold will either be released in purity or tainted by a harmful response to one's personal reality. My experiences sourced the young, angry, emotionally wounded man-hater that I was. Today, however, through much healing, the pain of my past is now an instrument in my heart and soul to be a voice of justice on behalf of others. Society and Culture Every individual hears the loudest voices of society in his or her culture. They are continually screaming in our ears to conform. It is so easy to agree with the courts of public opinion rather than searching out objective, fact-based truth for ourselves. We often observe that those who scream prejudice the loudest are already steeped in their own internal voice of bigotry. We see entire generations shaped by Hollywood, news media, or social networking, none of which are fountains of truth. Even when we are able to recognize that our culture is holding our minds captive, it can be intimidating to explore unfamiliar principled territory. It takes great courage to steward our thoughts objectively. Life has not been fair for anyone on the planet, past or present. Every person has his or her story of injustice, disappointment, painful circumstances, and prejudicial confrontations from people who are fearful or ignorant. Hearts are broken as horror stories are heard of his or her ancestry or historical accounts of discrimination. Others carry a shattered heart of empathy that compels them to fight for those who are suffering and to be a voice for those who cannot speak for themselves. Every person must recognize that he or she possesses the power to either accept or reject the negative, fear-based thoughts, attitudes, feelings, and beliefs that knock at his or her mind's door. Opportunities are presented to every person to accept the invitation to be angry, critical, or to prejudge. We must ask ourselves the question, do we want to help our land to heal, or do we want to perpetuate a culture of brokenness? As leaders, it will take great courage and emotional maturity to push beyond our personal, emotion-filled, belief-shaping experiences in order for relationships to be restored and our nation mended. Do we want to be proven right, or do we want to have value-building relationships? Are we willing to view every person as an individual and reject the temptation to judge the majority by the minority? Human beings are profoundly designed neurologically to be self-governing with the innate ability to manage themselves and their resources. That being said, we do not have the legal, moral, or ethical right to control or oppress another. Any attempt to govern a person through fear-based domination is injustice and only forms and reinforces unhealthy, self-sabotaging beliefs and behaviors. Every human being has the power to think, feel, believe, and act in ways that are beneficial for themselves and the common good. When an individual or exclusive spheres of society function in oppression, usury, or devaluation, the proverbial line has been crossed. 
violating the gift of self-governance. The very purpose for the laws of the land is to protect the abused from the abuser and bring safety from the exploitation of the oppressor. Leadership is a place of unprejudiced influence. When that power is used to protect the whole, and not only a select group, healing will bubble up as a refreshing fountain for all. When authorized protectors have a heart for the common good, all of society is physically and emotionally safe. However, when the powers that be become the oppressors, injustice flourishes and the people grieve as fear dominates the environment. As we confront the internal voice of bigotry and become an instrument of justice using our power for good, we will love life and become a part of the solution in a world that so desperately needs us. We can be a catalyst for healthy change when we choose to think positively and act maturely rather than respond through the anger-filled filter of prejudice. Just because someone hates me does not mean I should hate them or be internally manipulated by their actions. I am powerful enough to choose the direction of my inner man. Healthy Self-Assessment The more self-aware we are, the better leadership decisions we will make. We will enjoy the internal peace of self-governance and demonstrate authentic validation toward others. It takes courage to ask the hard questions in order to silence the internal voice of bigotry, no matter how small or insignificant it may seem. A small seed thought of prejudgment can grow into the largest deeply rooted belief. You, however, are powerful enough to assess every thought and reject any negative influence within yourself. You can choose to lead with purity of thought and integrity of character. We must ask ourselves some questions. Am I willing to perform my own internal non-biased investigation, think impartially and objectively, and make fully adult leadership decisions? Do I have the courage to challenge the loudest voices of an agenda-driven culture to serve a higher cause that benefits all of humanity? Am I willing to confront every prejudicial or offensive thought that fights to cross the threshold of my mind? Am I willing to look at different perspectives, listen to another story, and be a part of their healing journey? Am I willing to say, I was wrong, forgive me? We must have the courage to deal with any internal voice of predisposition and bias. We can be leaders whose voices and methodologies build bridges for healthy dialogue. We can model the way of acceptance, forgiveness, and charity so that relationships and society can be healed. Healthy leaders must take the road less traveled. Let us be the ones who travel this road. I want to thank you for listening and encourage you to become a part of the Stop Devaluation movement. Be sure to like and follow hashtag Stop Devaluation on social media, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and visit StopDevaluation.com for more information and free resources. You can help spread the movement by sharing with others, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, and most of all, by living a courageous lifestyle of using your power for good 
Go out and value someone today. Your life matters and you can make the world a better place. One word, one choice, one action of validation at a time.